Zach. Hey, Alex. And welcome, everyone, to the Pokemon, Pokemon Power, Power Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Sounded mm-hmm. all right. I mean, uh, you know, we're 18 episodes in. I think the uh, doing it in sync over Zoom, we got that down. Perfect. Zach, how are you this morning? Uh, great. Uh, <laughs> Rock- I got my coffee, and I have a foot warmer inside my garage, so it's just, I'm toasty. Normally, we record this show very late at night. But we're recording in the morning today uh, for a special reason. We do have a guest on who we'll introduce in just a moment. Uh, Zach, how long have you been awake for? Are you straight out of bed? No, no, no. I've, I've been awake for like an hour now. So. I almost we try, I almost was going to set this up so you would record at 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> which you then told me you would not wake up for that, and I would not do yet. this show by myself. No. Uh, but thank you for waking up, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's on your mug? Oh, uh, it says uh, the good the good old days are still to come. You know, instead of being like, oh, the good old days, but they're still to come. But Very I can't positive. pretend like it's that. It's it's from the the house TV show, the couple uh, fixer upper. It's like their brand. So what? It's showing how. Uh, oh oh oh, Chip! I thought you meant yeah, houses is- in the TV show House, and I was like, <laughs> was there a famous famous coffee shop from that show? Yeah, that I'm forgetting. No no no, Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> that was oddly houses. positive for the show House. Uh, Zach, it's time no. for apology time. Great. Uh, I wanted to mention in a previous episode, in the episode where we were talking about Kadabra, uh, mm-hmm. there's a Pokedex entry about how he, I think, like messes up TVs. And we were talking about horror movies where that happens. Yeah. And I couldn't think of the one. The, the movie I was thinking of was Poltergeist. Have you ever seen Poltergeist? Oh, no. <laughs> Little girl that's watching a. The, the, why am I trying to describe an old scene from a movie when that we I have a seen. guest on our show? Perfect. I would love to introduce our guest for the day. We have uh, the artist Astrid Laurish, also known as Ansiatru, on the show today. Astrid, how are you? I'm doing great. I had two cold brews, so I might potentially ramble a little bit. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I, it's, uh, so we mentioned that uh, we're recording kind of early. Zach's in California. I'm in Chicago. Uh, and you're in Belgium. So, uh, Zach, it's it's six thirty in the morning where you are. It's three thirty in the uh, afternoon uh, where Astrid is. But we're all on the podcast together, and wherever mm-hmm. you're listening, uh, whatever you're listening to this, we're with you. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> I want to say, Astrid, um, I actually learned about you from our previous guest, uh, Brand James Greer. He had a video, and he mentioned mm-hmm. you uh, as an influential pixel artist. But since then, oh, I followed. Yeah. Since then, I've followed your work, and the more I've discovered that you're not just that, you also do illustrations, beadwork, cross-stitch. Uh, I saw recently that you're making hats and scarves, and uh, oh, I wanted to pull this up as well. Uh, you're also a viral uh, makeup icon uh, recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I saw this. Uh, if you're uh, listening, uh, Astrid uh, posted a picture of her, her face uh for a pixels daily which is a uh, pixel community kind of thing on twitter um of her makeup being done in a pixel form and uh lots of video game-esque people were kind of going wild over it um i saw it o- all over the place uh but i wanted to ask you uh, you you seem very i, I don't even want to say uh more than proficient you, you are uh, kind of excelling in all these different <laughs> mediums for art and I'm an aspiring artist. Uh, I don't want to show you any of my art. Please do not ask. Uh, is that your sure... <laughs> that's your easel behind you over there in your oh. box of uh, children's colored pencils? Hold on. Hey, look. 
don't i'm an aspiring uh, artist i i have my artist ways um but uh i'm sure people who are interested in being you know uh more Mm -hmm. of an artist themselves listen to this what would be your advice to people like myself who are trying to be more artistic more creative Mm. oh man that's a big one um (laughs) for one it completely like it's given me an error for a four screen to be referred to as an influential artist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the advice that I'd give, which is mostly the advice I try to adhere to myself, Mm -hmm. consume a lot of art, watch movies that inspire you, listen to music that inspires you, uh, follow artists that inspire you, and then try to analyze what it is you like about those mediums like what it is you like for instance about the studio ghibli movies what you like about certain music what you like about certain artists and to quote the title of a really good book still like an artist Mm -hmm. not necessarily like don't don't go copying stuff but for instance you can notice uh for instance brandon james greer's stuff Mm -hmm. he has this very lovely almost 3d-esque um shops and and steampunk but with a grimy feel to to the pixels and that's something i i really love in his work and i've been trying to figure out like how can i incorporate that small part of what i love in his art into my own and i think a huge part of getting started with a lot of different types of art with a lot of different mediums is just finding someone who works in that medium and then pretty much being too stubborn to to stop trying to be able to work in that medium yeah. just bonk your head against a wall until it clicks <laughs> all right so every artist out there myself included uh keep bonking bonk that head <laughs> not literally because you might get a major <laughs> headache but sure, sure, it's sure. just like go to museums and pick apart the details that you like and try incorporate it in your own work watch movies listen to like just just consume media and then pick the details that you like and try and include it in your own work. Sure. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. That was a great answer uh, that you, I mean, Alex didn't even try to prepare you for, and you just gave a little like college Sorry. seminar, a seminar on uh, being an artist. That was great. I, re- I did write that question. And I thought to myself, is this too open-ended? Is this like, I'm, <laughs> this is like asking like a theologian or a philosopher, like, so what do you believe is the meaning of life? Yeah, what's, what's life all about? Do, can you just answer that in about five minutes, please? <laughs> yes, but that's, please. Why, that's why I always try to speak from, speak from my own experience. Cause it's something you can ask like, 20 different artists the same question and you'll get 20 different answers which is sure. also great because you have 20 different ways to approach it sure but for me usually it's I, I go through cycles where I create a whole lot of art and then the battery is kind of empty and then you got to refuel the battery and the best way to do that is just watch a lot of different stuff um scroll on instagram as well which mm-hmm. is a great excuse to be a mindless scrolling zombie on instagram but <laughs> <laughs> i'm being inspired just, okay yeah. for these last four <laughs> hours on instagram <laughs> basically or just going down the youtube rabbit hole like i've discovered so much great music that i wouldn't have stumbled upon like there there's apparently a genre which is southern gothic bluegrass sure and it's the best way to describe it is if supernatural were a music genre. Okay. Like a show supernatural. Sure. But with banjos and a lot of <laughs> Satan references. <laughs> <Terrifying>. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a genre, 
but I stumbled upon a couple, like a couple of songs, and now it's something that's usually playing when I'm creating art. So in a way, it kind of influenced a couple of the pixel pieces I did, which sure. is super neat. Well, uh, at least. I so there's your alternative for uh, those who are like me and are only listening to the lo-fi hip-hop beats uh, <laughs> on YouTube. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, great recommendation. Thank you. Well, I have an easier question for you uh, that isn't uh, quite so uh, <laughs> philosophical. So I, uh, we're, I'm in California, obviously, mm -hmm. it's the, the crack of dawn here. And... Uh, but I love traveling, love like learning about mm -hmm. other places. And surprising enough, I've never been to Belgium, uh, mm -hmm. which I know for those that know me will go, that's crazy, Zach. Why haven't you been there yet? <laughs> I've actually been to nowhere in actual mainland Europe and places like that. So talk to me as if I don't know anything about ben Belgium uh, and describe something that like you love about where you're from. Because you said you're originally from like the town that you live in now or from mm -hmm. the area. So, I mean, you have a lot of years probably to think of what you love, but I'm sure that maybe there's something on the top of your head about uh, what do you love about where you're from? Um, or if there's nothing, I, then you can say that. Yeah, too. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be more of a, a double answer. Like what okay. I love about Belgium mm -hmm. is the absurdity of it sometimes. Okay. Like, um, not to go too political, but you guys have just had the election and, mm -hmm. and you were already gearing up for, it's going to be a long transition before mm -hmm. we get our new government. Mm -hmm. Belgium actually holds the world record in the longest government formation, which took really? two years, I think. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Like we only just got um, our proper fully formed government i think in september our elections were in 2018 oh my gosh <laughs> so we've well, had sort of an, an interim um government for the time being wow. <laughs> which is just you've you've got three different parts in belgium you've got flanders you've got Lunia, you've got the german-speaking part of belgium that everyone always forgets about and you've got like i think at least six different political parties per part of Belgium. Like you've got the liberals who have like a Flemish party and then there's a French speaking party. You've got the socialists, Flemish party, French speaking party, and they have to work together to form a government. But yeah. sometimes the Flemish liberals don't like the French speaking liberals and the, it's, <laughs> oh and that's how you get like talks that take two years before we actually agree on something. Sure. Wow. <laughs> So just living um, there, how many how many languages do you normally speak in a day? Because obviously you're um, talking in English right now. Well, in Flanders, there's sort of the, I, I think it would be chauvinistic kind of mindset where if you're in Flanders, you're speaking Flemish. Yeah. Dang yeah. it. But um, in school, we are taught like the two main languages, which are Dutch or well Flemish and, and French. Mm -hmm. German is an optional language. Um, you don't really have to speak more than one language usually, unless you go mm -hmm. to Bologna, then you're of course expected to know a little bit of French. Mm. Um, or English is also helpful because even though we're expected to know all the country's languages, mm -hmm. like if you ask someone from Flanders to speak in French, they're not going to be that great at it. <laughs> sure. It's, well. it's 
same um, the other way around. If you're going to ask someone from Bologna to speak in Flemish, it's going to be not that great. <laughs> um, but then there's always English, so that's helpful. Um, hmm. Another thing, because I, I said I was going to sort of do a two-parted yeah. approach to the... Um, I love the architecture in Belgium. Okay. Like, we've got the very old Gothic cathedrals. We've yeah. got mm -hmm. the um, older houses, the, the like, medieval um, city plans, which are, mm -hmm. they're kind of like spider webs where you can go to very, very small um, streets and then discover... Mm. some some house that you've never seen before like small architectural details yeah we also have the ugliest houses in the world apparently there is wow. um, an instagram page ugly belgian houses and they okay. sort of made it a sport to spot like the worst offenders to architecture <laughs> i'm already seeing if i can yeah, look this up i'm gonna immediately. follow that very quickly <laughs> I'm like, instagram ugly belgian houses but, and uh, it's just one person <laughs> running the Instagram, I think, but they do their best to try to find the weirdest, like most horrible houses, <laughs> like where the architect probably oh, was on wow. something. Or... Yeah, I, I think you're these are amazing. <laughs> what are these, how are these ugly? They, I mean, they make like no like sense. Yeah. Do you want to share it for our, for our viewers? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me share it on here just so they can really feel like. They understand enjoy the the ugly architecture yeah all right it's here. like the duality of belgium here oh my right. gosh here it is There's some i good love in this here. yeah i mean that's is I mean, that ugly or is that i wish that that i wish i lived in this thing it's kind it's like of this kind I, of almost pyramid oh my gosh <laughs> look at that i kind of can't believe these are homes with this big like kind of <laughs> like a grain silo in the front or something sure yeah this is uh, great for, and i for feel like i know we're I feel looking like I'm at houses in... that maybe are ugly maybe you know i would say interesting look at you this know, one in, in the in the terminology of this show <laughs> we would never say ugly we would always say interesting yeah like the, the nice added detail ugly, in this one is the mobile home right yeah. next to it like oh yeah the right right <laughs> got the little mobile home in front of it and it's got kind of it looks like this like this side like someone there's like a big huge wooden ship and they just cut like a, a little slice of it out and they're like yeah hey, this is a house now <laughs> big old wooden ship thing i love it wow all right well now i feel like i really understand probably everything there is to understand uh about belgium uh but um uh the the other question that i have mm -hmm. is then related to what we uh what we invited you on to our pokemon mm -hmm. theme podcast and uh we I, i've looked through some of uh your pixel art uh, Alex is obviously the fanboy here uh, mm -hmm. of just everything pixel art. And so he invites pixel art people on and I go, this is great for me because I just get to learn everything. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't super even know that pixel art was a thing until Alex just starts sending me little pictures that he's oh, made. Uh, and mm -hmm. so I was like, well, look at that. I mean, I knew that pixels were a thing and I knew that art was mm -hmm. a thing. So it wasn't Don't a wild lie. stretch to be together. You didn't know about pixels. <laughs> I didn't even know what they were. Uh, I had to uh, explain but, what colors were to you. But, um, uh, well, actually, I did learn a lot about colors from Brandon James Greer. He had talked a lot about that. Uh, yeah. But um, in relation to our podcast, which is about Pokemon, mm -hmm. what's kind of some of like maybe your first memory of Pokemon? Or like, what do you think of when you think of Pokemon? Um, when I think of Pokemon, I think of a being 12. I think, okay. and I got my first neon green Game Boy Color. Okay. And the 
game cassette for Pokemon Crystal. Like that was my first introduction to video games okay. in general. Wow. And then I started with like the best game out of the second gen, in mm. my opinion. Mm. So for me, that's Pokemon is hugely nostalgic because it was one of the first Nintendo franchises that I tried. Yeah. And I just, I mean, what's not to love? You get to collect cute critters, you get to collect creepy critters, and mm -hmm. you get to fight with them, which is yeah. sort of a little twisted. But yeah. As long as you don't think too deeply about it, it's cute. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a cute Pokemon that hang out with me. And you don't think about forcing them to fight each other. You're just like, what? That's a weird part. Yeah. Of and like the, the huge thing that I liked about the second gen was you had, you didn't just have the one area where you could explore, yeah, but then regions. you defeated the, yeah, you defeated the elite force. Like you get to go back to Kanto. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. And I've been waiting for, for a reveal like that in the other gens since like, okay, mm -hmm. you've, you've played through the base game. Here's mm -hmm. the entire older region that you're probably nostalgic for. Yeah. And, they never did that again. Like Astrid, I would have you know loved. Gonna, you know how they're gonna do that? You're gonna yeah. beat a game, and they're gonna say, "Now you can unlock the DLC that you can pay for." <laughs> I'm, I, I feel 100% confident that will happen at some point. See, I wouldn't mind paying for that. Like, <laughs> Me neither, if, honestly. If, like if Pokemon Sword or Shield just gave us the option to go back to Kanto or or Sinnoh or just one of the older generations, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Like just, just. I would. Yes. Uh, <laughs> insert JPEG of Fry saying, take my money, please. That's how yeah. I feel about that. Um, I am totally willing to pay $100 for a Pokemon game if I can go to the different regions. Um, or even just like a, a sandbox approach like you did with um, Breath of the Wild. Like a Pokemon game, like Skyrim open-ended or, or Breath of the Wild open-ended, where it's not just go to the gyms in this very specific order, but where you can explore like just maybe 2020 has been so bleak that like i'm just holding on to hope but i do kind of think that's what the next one's going to be i think the uh the dlc oh, for the for the most recent sword and shield uh the uh oh my gosh the island uh, isle of armor and the crown tundra crown tundra thank you uh, like they are very open and I mean, they do have a, they are linear. Like you do go in a path on them. You, you can kind of explore on your own, but you know, there's a certain story. I do think they're going to open them up and we're going to see more and more of that breath of the wild, like openness and the yeah. next Pokemon entry. Uh, like I'm just, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> it's my dream. You know, uh, <laughs> Nintendo, uh, Game Freak, please market to us, uh, your adult audience, because we have the disposable income. You know, you got yeah, I mean, the ones paying for it. I mean, at this point, the average age of like probably the gamer has probably gone up. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. There's a lot of little, really little kids that do still play them. And we you love them. Um, Pokemon that's just like it's basically no game. They get the one that like you just kind of walk around and you just see the Pokemon. The next mm -hmm. Pokemon snap. That's perfect. They just mm -hmm. they just get yeah. to take. Oh, pictures. yeah. I'm very excited about that. I do want to ask one last thing here, Astrid, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, before we head into uh, the rest of our, our show as a kind of an end of our interview. But I got to mm -hmm. ask, do you know Jason Schreier? <laughs> I oh don't. God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jason Schreier is a video game journalist. I think, I think, I think he did actually like that one, uh, your, your pixel art makeup face. The ongoing joke on this show is that I'm trying to get him to come on and be a guest oh. on the show. We'll see. We'll see. One day. Uh, everyone, please tweet that uh, 
the makeup person that Jason Schreier likes. Uh, it was on our show, and he should come on too. Mm. Uh, I, I I will say about that makeup though, like it was getting picked up, and mm-hmm. I I always try to look at who retweeted or liked the post because sometimes I discover new artists that way, and then sure. I I saw like accounts with 10k 20k even more retweeting that picture and i yeah. just sat there like ah, <laughs> holy f- <laughs> what <laughs> uh I, I believe i saw brandon jones of game trailers yeah. and easy allies fame uh retweet that and i was just uh he's never retweeted me <laughs> but uh no, i was just baffled as heck like i i did that on a whim because i saw sure. the um, I saw the prompt for pixel dailies and I figured, well, I've got my makeup. I also do pixel art. Why not like mush it together and see what it, what it leads mm-hmm. to. And I, I was blown away. Like a couple of the other pieces I did started getting picked up as well. And it's whenever they hit the one K mark, I'm just sitting there like, how the heck did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were pretty pumped that it was the first thing to go like really big like that was not just like a picture that you drew that you took, hmm. you know, you see that one, it's your actual face. So that's what everyone gets to see. And you're like, this is this is what I wanted. This is exactly see, my own but face. It, it, it was cool because it took a very steady hand to try and get it done. The one thing I wasn't as excited about is that it. I noticed a sharp influx of like people following me because they saw my face. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I posted an opinion, <laughs> I noticed the sharp drop again. It's like, oh, she's not just pretty. She's got opinions. She's not just a pretty face. Uh, Well, this is a show about Pokemon, (laughs) as you can tell from the last 21 minutes. Uh, But uh, we'd like to open with uh, one of our uh, favorite segments. Gotta elucidate them all. Uh, Astrid, this is a segment where Zach does not have any idea what Pokemon we're talking about today. Zach, do you have any guess what Pokemon we're talking about today? Mm. Uh, actually my son was in here earlier and he was uh trying to spoil the podcast and he was trying to say out loud what the pokemon was so mm, maybe hear. you heard it and my guess is uh uh is is haunter <laughs> that's my guess i'm gonna bring it up on the screen yeah <gasps> oh my goodness how did i do that this is amazing think, all right well let me describe like 20 more seconds to describe this poem. okay well i'm already describing it okay well i mean ignore what i first said uh just erase that from your mind what i'm looking at is a uh, purple pointy cloud with uh <laughs> with some big old teeth and a gaping mouth that's smiling like a big old jack-o'-lantern carved pumpkin but it's purple remember and it's claws are floating in the air i mean uh, technically i didn't start obviously it's haunter how did i guess that i wasn't even <laughs> listening at all when anything like earlier how did i guess that my I think daughter I kind of picked a stereotypical pokemon as well like i dress goth and then i pick a ghost type <laughs> that's all right I, okay hey, okay oh 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 so okay so Astrid we've, we've been it. waiting to talk about okay. hunter too zach and i have both been on the record that we're hunter fans my daughter even drew this picture for our for our viewer uh there's a oh, picture my daughter drew of the cutest little hunter, hunter you ever actually saw looked like that does he have like purple he has like uh like <laughs> like bloodshot eyes but it like purple with purple lines in it <laughs> Uh, Haunter can't sleep. He's a ghost. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, scaring people. Astrid, you got. To, I, I reached out to you, and you uh, you did want mm-hmm. to talk about Haunter. Any specific reason you want to discuss Haunter? 
Um, I think it's because it's one of the Pokemon that stuck with me the most when I played that Pokemon Crystal game yeah. when I was 12, 13. I don't remember how old I was exactly, but like around that age. Mm-hmm. And the minute you get to go to Kanto, there's Lavender Town. And just the soundtrack of Lavender Town is already like, it's creepy, but like in the best way possible. And then you get to go to the Pokemon Tower and Mm. it's full of ghost types. Same with, I think, not Sprout Tower, but the the burnt tower behind it is also full of the ghost types. And I just loved exploring those places. So those ghost types stuck with me because they were... They, they, they are related to those two towers that are just so much fun to, to go up to the top and then you discover one of the legendary Pokemon there as well, which is yeah. super, super cool. And uh, plus, like, I mean, he's a ghost, got them big old grabby hands. Yeah. And he's kind he's of adorable cool. in his own way. Yeah. He, Possibly he is. is the ghost of a deceased child somewhere in there. Some kind That's of weird man jump, Zach. Okay, sorry, probably sorry, sorry, the sorry. ghost of a deceased adult. There you go. There uh, you go. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, he is oddly cute for especially for what he is. He's a ghost poison type, and uh, his Pokedex entries, I'm not going to lie, are horrifying. <laughs> and we're going to discuss them in a uh, a segment that we haven't really done since I think our first episode, Zach. Too scary for Pokemon, and I kind of oh. remodeled it a little bit. Here we go. Uh, mm-hmm. What I'm going to do, Astrid, is I'm going to read five of the Pokedex entries for uh, Haunter. And we're mm-hmm. going to assign them uh, how scary they are. Now, this is mm-hmm. a kid's show. I'm not, this isn't a kid's show. I guess kids can watch it. We talk yeah. about mm-hmm. stuff that kids probably are But Pokemon is like, a kid's game, though. It's a kid's That's... game. So if you're a kid and you also like Belgian politics, this is the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's um, educational, okay? Hey, like, it is, this, it is. this is the cool way to learn. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to assign uh, to the to this Pokedex entry. You're going to say uh, whether it's not actually scary, kind of scary, or too scary. And we have uh, mm-hmm. different titles. I thought this would be fitting for mm-hmm. uh, for the kids who may play Pokemon. If it's not actually scary, we can assign that a Wallace and Gromit, the Curse of the Were-Rabbit. <laughs> if it's kind of scary, you can assign that the Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. But if it's too scary, that's Coraline, okay? Ooh. Freak you I'm out. I'm going to try and remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I will consistently remind you of it. Yeah. Three, uh, three semi claymation options. That's how we define. They're it. all claymation, I think. Is it, I, is it totally? Yeah. Coraline, I think, has maybe some three D in it. But this is a Pokemon podcast, Zach. Right. This is uh, we could talk about Coraline on our uh, Clay Pow Pod podcast. Clay um, <laughs> number one from Red and Blue. It says this is on the Pokedex entry on Haunter. It says because of its ability to slip through block walls, it is said to be from another dimension. Mm. It's not that not scary. Even scary. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, that's a curse yeah. of the were-rabbit right there. Uh, but that's kind of where they start. And they very quickly get darker. This is in gold. <laughs> I didn't grab the one from uh, Crystal. I wish I did. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. the one from gold, it says, In total darkness, where nothing is visible, Haunter lurks, silently stalking its next victim. That kind of reminds me of some creepy Twitch viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's Nightmare Before Christmas. So, what would you give those creepy yeah. Twitch viewers? Are they a Nightmare Before? They're a Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas too. Yeah. No, those creepy Twitch viewers are more like Coraline. <laughs> I, okay. I had to learn very quickly to turn off metadata on my. Instagram oh my posts. gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The internet is. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about how scary Haunter is, but the internet is scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Zach, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say that that's a that's a, a two. Whatever the okay. two was, I already forgot it again. Uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Uh, this is from X. If you get a feeling of being watched in darkness when nobody is around, Haunter is there. Hmm. That's like one of those, like, don't look in the mirror and, like, say a bunch of stuff in the dark. Don't say Candyman. Yeah, yeah. No. Wait, on the other hand, it could be, like, Haunter is a very supportive Pokemon. Sure. He's always yeah. there for you. If you're alone, he's don't worry like, about he's it. Like he's Jesus. right behind you. He's with you. you all the time. He's right sure. behind you. <laughs> yeah. Supporting you. Loving you. Mm-hmm. Wanting to eat your soul. So I'll, so I'll look at it optimistically. So it's Walls and Gromit for that's me. That's Walls and Gromit for you. What do you think, Zach? If, if you're being watched well, in the dark, is that it, Walls it, and Gromit? It really depends on the intent of the haunter at that point. <laughs> it, have I already like caught him and forced him to be my friend? If it's my daughter's <laughs> haunter, I mean, yeah. you're, you're buddies. Yeah, but, Walls uh, and Gromit. He's just filled my mind like, hey, what's up, dude? What, what video game are we playing tonight? And I'll be like, <laughs> great, my friend's here. Uh, but if he's there to maybe steal my soul or something, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to put it in the middle. You know, because who either way. Okay, so that's a that's nightmare a, before Christmas for Zach, Walton Gromit for Astrid. Uh, from Silver. So once again, this is very early. Mm-hmm. Its tongue is made of gas. If licked, its victim starts shaking constantly until death eventually comes. Yeah, that's scary. That that that, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I I give that a core one. Yeah, yeah, it really makes me think about the. Isn't there like a lick move too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really like makes me think more about it when I define what I'm doing, what I'm asking to do to the other Pokemon. Hey, but lick them. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that, <laughs> how bad could that be? And it's hey, like, well, puts them into seizures and they slowly die. Death eventually comes for us all, though. So uh, yeah, but here's the last me. one. I, I did try and ramp it up in, in terrifying this. Uh, this is from Ultra Moon. This is the last one we're going to do. It's dangerous to go alone on nights when you're feeling sad. Go outside alone on nights when you're feeling sad. Haunter will catch you, and you won't be able to go back home. Wow. Poor wow. sad people. <laughs> really get a See, rough go I'm, of it. Now I'm imagining a Haunter with Pokeballs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's sad there. He it. <laughs> Only when you're sad, he'll catch you. Um, Astrid, you need to start up your uh, writing career with the uh, anime team. That's a movie right there. <laughs> No, I'd say, like, without the funny mental image, I'd say that's a cool line. Because yeah. if you're disappearing, that's, that's usually not a good sign. Um, I will say, however, with the mental image I have, it's like an underground Pokemon ring where the Pokemon actually catch humans. It's sort of... Justice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could be, like, a kind of a little creepy but, like, fun version of, like, the second Detective Pikachu is, like, Haunter mm-hmm. runs this people ring. But, I mean, sure. it could go real, like, hostile. And I, by I mean like yeah. the movie, like, uh, <laughs> like where it's like it's pretty terrifying that all these people are disappearing, and they bring like this detective in and say, "Hey, where are all these sad people going? All the sad <laughs> people are gone." And it's like, "Oh well, Haunter trapped them all somewhere. It's no big right. deal, though." Well, yeah. Zach, I'm glad you brought up the movie Hostel because we're yeah. going to do one Children's, more segment. We're going to do one more segment, which is uh, the token, <laughs> the trading card game, move game. Yeah. Uh, Astrid, there's, I don't know if you're familiar with the trading card game, but there's lots of crazy moves that are basically mm-hmm. uh, specific to the trading card game, and they go mm-hmm. in very crazy directions. And mm-hmm. I read through several of, I read through all of Haunter's uh, moves, actually, from the trading card game, uh, and they're so horror-based, terrifying sounding, I realized that you couldn't tell if it was the name of a Haunter move or if it was the name mm-hmm. of a horror movie. So Ooh. that's today's episode uh, version of the trading card game move game. We're going to go Zach versus Astrid. You're going to try and guess if this, what I'm going to say, if this is a Pokemon move, if this is a Haunter move, or if this is a horror movie. And it mm-hmm. could also be both. If you guess both and you're right, 
Uh, you'll get two points. If you guess both and you're wrong, you won't get any points. Uh, Zach versus Astrid, are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. Number one. Oh, and I'm sorry. And maybe this will give the first one away, which whatever you guys were, uh, should presumably get this both anyway. Uh, we're, we're playing loosely here. You know, if, if the movie is called, you know, the happening and the or the movie's called the happening and there's a move called happening which is not the case uh we'll say those are the same name the doesn't count okay so the very first one grudge yeah (laughs) that's a movie that's a movie Uh, is it a is it a haunter move as well though Mm. yeah yes all right so yes you're both right that's two points for both of you uh, I forgot to take my little thing out to uh, take everyone's score down. Please keep track of your own score. Great. Uh, two uh, points for everyone. Uh, gothic fear. Is that a haunter move or a movie? I think that's a movie, but not a haunter move. Okay. okay. Zach, what do you think? I'm going to go the opposite. I think that it's not a movie, and I think it's a move. Zach is right. That is a oh. haunter move. And it does sound very much like that, you know, gothic fear. That sounds like something that uh, it uh, could be a great movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sinister Fog. Mm. That is a haunter move, I think. Okay. What do you what do you think, Zach? Uh, so here's the thing about your weird description of the the rules, though. Uh, so it is. A, I, I'm, I'm sure it's a move. It's a move, uh, but there is a movie called The Fog. But are you just removing the word "sinister" in your rules that it's close enough? If you're asking if if I would consider the movie movie The Fog the same as Sinister Fog, no, I would not. And I would also not consider the movie Sinister and the movie Fog <laughs> to combine into one movie called okay. The Sinister Fog. All right. Well, then I also think it's not a movie. And do you, you think it's a move then? Yes. All right. You're both right. That's a point for each of you. Zach's up by one. Uh, revenge. I think that's both. Like, I would assume it's a movie, and I'm fairly sure it's a haunter move. Okay. Okay. So it's a move. Yes. Yes, it's a move. But the movie part, I'm not sure because I know that there's a TV show called Revenge. Mm hmm. There was a TV show called Revenge that yeah. no longer on the air. I don't know. I'm supposed to know. I don't. I don't know that. <laughs> I never watched it. Is it a horror show? I don't even know that. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say, a, not a movie is a move. You are both wrong. Whoa! But now there is a Pokemon move called Revenge, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but Ponter never gets it within the trading card game. It is only oh. a film within that standard. Wow. All right, oh. we got it. We got four more. Okay, let's let's go through. Uh-huh. Poltergeist. Definitely movie. We talked yeah. about it earlier in the show. If you have even a 30-minute memory. Mm-hmm. And not a move. I'm saying not a move. Okay. I'm not sure. Darn it. Um, I'm going to say it is a move. Okay. I don't know. I'm, that I'm is, gonna, that's, yes. uh, that is a point for Astrid. It nice. is both. It is both a movie and a move. So that is uh, Astrid, you're up by, or actually now you're all tied up. Tied up and we got three left. We're going to see if someone can take the lead before this is over. Okay. Um, Night Spirits. I think it's a move, but not a movie. Okay. All right. Uh, I want it to be a movie because that sounds, that would be great. Mm-hmm. The Night Spirits. 
so it is a movie and it is a move. Zach, you are wrong. Astrid, you are right. That is a move. Uh, yes. No movie. Bad Dreams. Ah, man, these are... I was expecting these to be, to be way easier because I I told done, you that you like, can't um, tell. That's they they made Haunter as horrifying as possible. Uh, uh, I say it's dreams. a move. I'd okay. say yes, move, uh, and yes, movie. I want that to okay. be a movie too. I just want it to be a movie. Okay. I think Astrid? it's um. Mm, I think it's a movie, but not a move. Okay. That's a point for Zach. Uh, that's all tied up, and we have one left. And okay. I should have made this one earlier. Tiebreaker. Uh, mm -hmm. killer clowns from outer space. Is that a move, <laughs> or is that a move? Um, I thought we'd have a clear winner at this point. So not a move. Yeah, pretty obviously. It's a movie. Um, I, I don't know. Why I'm drawing this bit out. Uh, okay. That's a tie. That's uh, one of the few times we've ever closed on Great. a tie. Uh, congrats to both of you. Uh, good job, yeah. Astrid, because we Thank have you. said before that if you lose the game, you are kicked off the show immediately. So uh, <laughs> we're happy that you made it through that. Uh, we're almost on to our closing segments, but I did want to give one last bit of trivia. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And Zach, you may relate to this, and you tell me if this looks familiar. Okay. Uh, Zach, did you have uh, the, and maybe Astrid, you had this too, the Pokemon manga, uh, the Electric Tale of Pikachu. Oh, does wow. this look familiar uh... to you, Zach? No. Zach, does this uh, look familiar to you? Astrid, does this look familiar to you? Did you ever get I it? never read the mangas. So I had this actually as a kid. So I relate Amazing. to this specifically. But I want to mm -hmm. read to you about a story that's in this manga called In Haunting My Dreams. Mm. Uh, Ash encountered a giant haunter called the Black Fog, notorious for using its dream eater attack to kill people and Pokemon by stealing their souls. Sabrina Perfect. had a vendetta Ooh. against this haunter as some of her Pokemon were attacked and killed by it when she wow. was 11, but Good. she fell victim as well in her attempt to protect a team of people trying to hunt it down. So as a, this wow. is the cover. My parents bought this for me for, I think my like, eighth birthday or something yep. like that yep 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 um this is a, a story about and within it there's a story about a a giant haunter mm -hmm. that has killed people and pokemon and is going to strike again uh and i wanted to also pull up uh sorry to our viewers well i'll have zach and uh, astrid describe this i want to picture pull up a picture of this giant haunter that's in this book that i read as a child mm -hmm. uh, once again this haunter is called the black fog here it is Oh god! Whoa! <laughs> uh, so what I'm looking at here is a Godzilla level size uh, giant monster haunter. No amount of him is cute anymore. Uh, <laughs> he's got eyes that look like they are. He has almost like human like eyes here that have tiny pupils. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, oh shoot, what's that one uh, anime, Alex? That with the uh, the, the 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 robots the, <laughs> that doesn't really narrow it down. A robot the, anime? The, the, no, the one that we've talked about before. Oh shoot! What is it? I mean, it's what? I don't, I don't want. No, I don't <laughs> want to blow the 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 whole secret of the show. But it looks like the eyes of the giant creatures that are in that show. Oh, Attack it on Titan? No, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. they're creepy eyes. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, um, this horrified me as a child. Um, yeah. And uh, if you're a child and you saw us do this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but but I kind of, now I sort of realize why the best horror movies are usually the Japanese ones. Oh, like, sure. They, mm -hmm. they do horror very well. <laughs> mm. 
I also yeah. got to give a shout out to my main man, Guillermo del Toro. I do think just oh, uh, yeah. just horror that uh, comes from a specific, uh, oh my gosh, what's the word? Like, like it, it comes from history. So it's not just horrifying mm-hmm. because of the thing on screen is scary, but it's horrifying because of the historical ramifications for that. Anyway, yeah. Pokemon podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do a segment horror uh, podcast. <laughs> the Pokeball decision, uh, Astrid and uh, to our new listeners, uh, this is a segment where we're going to assign a Pokeball on today's Pokemon Haunter uh, based on how much we want it. That could be a Pokeball if we wanted just a little bit, Great Ball if we wanted a lot, Ultra Ball even more than that. If this is your favorite Pokemon, you can give a Master Ball. Uh, you do also have the options of uh, throwing a rock at it or fleeing. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think any of us are going to go. <laughs> I mean, it's hey, useless. They, they I, I kind of want to throw, if throw it's that giant one, if it's that Safari giant zone. one. If it's that giant haunter, I would want to throw a rock, but it would do nothing <laughs> except make him steal my soul more. So yeah, kill you harder. Um, yeah. but I'm but uh, let's uh, Zach and I will start, and Astrid, you can close this out. Zach, what would you give uh the haunter? What what kind of pokeball would you want to use in this? I'm trying to forget that picture you just show us that it showed us because, <laughs> I mean, it's really affecting my brain thinking about haunter now. Knowing that he could be that giant. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, I mean, but if I erase that, I love haunter. I love his move set, and um, oh man, I I think this would be two weeks in a row, but I think I'm gonna go Ultra Ball. Zach, I'm totally with you. I'm giving Hunter an Ultra Ball as well. Uh, there's just you know we we've talked about this before when there's like the friendly Pokemon, there's the Pokemon <laughs> that want to fight, and there's the Pokemon that are kind of in between. Hunter's like as far into like. Like he not only wants to like fight Pokemon, he wants to fight people. Like yeah. he's he's uh, so I think about that. Like you want that guy on your side, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh he's paying off the mob. So yeah. I'm gonna give him uh, an Ultra Ball as well. Definitely want him on my team. Uh, licking mm-hmm. my opponents. Uh, Astrid, what about you? My opponents. <laughs> yeah. See, like that the way you described it as he fights people as well he kind of reminds me and this is going to sound like a very weird comparison but he reminds me of my very supportive friend group where if someone hurts one of us we're all just ready to throw down yeah um so i'd give haunter an ultra ball as well if he if it was ms mages or ms drevis it'd be a master ball no doubt um but i don't know i think he's a very misunderstood pokemon (laughs) i love to have him on my team when, when we get around to Mystery of Us, uh, we'll have you back on the show and uh, <laughs> we can discuss your deep love of uh, Mystery of Us. Uh, well, that's a that's great rating across. I mean, that's uh, we're all going Ultra Ball. That's that's uh, got to be something. I don't know. We'll come up with whatever we're going to call that later. Um, but this is uh, time for our final segment, the Pokemon Power Ranking. It's what we've named our show after. We are in our 18th week, so it's gotten quite unwieldy to uh, name the entire uh, Power Ranking. I'm going to put it up on the screen for our viewers. Uh, but mm-hmm. for our listeners, you can find that on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, at mm-hmm. PokePowPod. That's where we are everywhere. Um, but this is where our list is right now as far as power ranking. I think we're all kind of on the same page that Haunter is a powerhouse, that he's going to be mm-hmm. close to the top. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are you thinking, Zach? I mean, definitely top five. For, uh, for our listener, top five is Snorlax at number one, Golem at number two, Arba- Arbok, who is a murderer, at number three, yep. Kadabra, uh, screw you, Yuri Geller, and oh uh, Primeape, who is always outrageously angry. Sorry, uh, Primeape's probably getting kicked out of the top five this week, I think. Yeah, no. 
And I'm trying to decide, and maybe you you can you can uh, chime in on this, Alex, or Astrid, you know, because I feel like she's pretty passionate about Haunter too. Uh, I mean, I don't know how a Kadabra will go up against. I, I feel like Arbok still has that real uh, all of, all about murdering, whereas Haunter, I feel like he has got some multiple sides to himself there. Sure. You know? I still we don't think that. I still don't think Snorlax is getting taken down. Uh, yeah, although he is asleep and his dreams might get stolen and his soul might get stolen. I don't know. I think you're about right. I think it's kind of going to be either in the number three or number four spot. I think it's a question of whether it's going to take down that Arbok with its murderous intent. Now, Arbok yeah, I... is a murderer of Pokemon. We did read that. Oh, it man. squeezes uh, Pokemon until they stop moving. Yeah. Uh, but Haunter... He, he, he's ready to kill everyone. Yeah. I, I think Haunter has potential as soon as he evolves into a Gengar. Like, as that's soon as it's it. a Gengar, that's game over. Game over. I, I think if we were talking yeah. Gengar, I think he may... I, we've had Snorlax in this top spot for, since week three. And uh, mm -hmm. so, I mean, he's been reigning supreme for quite some time. If this is a Gengar, I think we'd be talking about possibly taking over. Yeah, but I'm sure. thinking the three spot. What does everyone else think? Is that all right? Yeah. Well, if we're going to what could actually happen to the Haunter, I feel like he can't even be squeezed, can he? Yeah. He is a, he's he's gaseous. And I don't yeah. think I don't think Arbok could take him down. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure once he evolves into a Gengar, like he'd be bowling with Golem. Oh, totally. Yeah. Once yeah. he's once he's Gengar, uh Golem's yeah. out of the equation. Yep. Uh mm -hmm. Well, that is uh, the Pokemon Power Ranking. We did it. Uh, mm -hmm. We are heading into the closing of our show. Astrid, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I would uh, encourage everyone yeah. to uh, go follow uh, NC True. On, thank you for uh, having me. Every mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, on everything, Instagram, Twitter, uh, other places to follow you. I also post on Reddit, but it's basically the same um, art that I post on Instagram and Twitter sure, as well. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and anything you want to say in closing, Astrid? Thank you for having me on the show and allowing me to gush about one of my favorite Pokemons for at least 20 minutes and also for allowing me to explain Belgian politics, which I was not it. expecting to do. I mean, I, I appreciated it. You know, it gives me perspective and uh, really maybe a little bit depressed me when you brought up two years to transition. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I mean, no matter where your political preference is, that seems like a nightmare. So, yeah, uh, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, do you have <laughs> empathy for us Americans for what we're going through right now? Or is it mostly like we're being whiny since this yes. is taking? Come on, month, you know, talk to me months. once you get to I a have, year and a half. I have empathy for you guys because like. You only have two political. Well, you have more political. Uh, no, no, yeah, you're right. We basically but, have like, two. Yeah, no. You only have you only have two, but then I look at Belgium where we have like more than ten, and that's okay. also not a solution. So it's sure. sort of it. It's a crapshoot both ways. Yeah. I agree. Uh, well, we love to get political on this show, regardless of what we say. So, uh, <laughs> um, thank you for educating us on that. Uh, Zach, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, no, I really appreciate it. I especially appreciate the new Instagram follow I have, both of uh, Astrid and Ugly Belgium Houses. Belgian Houses. Yeah. Uh, Ugly Belgium Houses, come on the show. Yeah, we can't <laughs> wait. I want to talk Pokemon with you. Uh, as always, the Pokemon Power Podcast would like to thank Bulbapedia.bulbagarden.net, Serebi.org, and Dr. Lava YT. If you'd like to learn more about Pokemon, those would be great resources for you. If you'd like to ask us a question about next week's Pokemon, submit a game, or just keep up with the podcast, you can find us on most social media platforms at PokePowPod. And as always, if you were a Pokemon, we would choose you. Have a great week. Bye.